everyone. Welcome back to Stars Like Us. I'm your host, Eliza Kelly, and I'm so excited to welcome Corey Lene onto today's podcast. Corey is a Cancer Sun, Libra Moon, Aquarius Rising. You may know her as Libra Moonstone. Really impressive individual. Corey is a 24-year-old metaphysical geologist and holistic practitioner. She combines the scientific and metaphysical elements of minerals and spiritual healing to educate others on how to navigate their spiritual journey and day-to-day life. Metaphysical geology became a passion of hers starting at the old age of six. <laughs> you were very, very old to <laughs> discover this, of course. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. You are obviously a prodigy of some kind because 24, if you were to tell me you were a metaphysical geologist at 24, I'd be like, oh my God, how is that possible? But then to say that you began this interest at six years old, like this feels like some Mozart shit to me. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, that's so, wow, that's probably the most poetic way I've heard somebody describe it. So I'm going to go with that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just like casual Mozart energy. No big deal. Yeah. So Corey, it's so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be on this podcast. I'm so excited to get to know you. And I know our listeners are going to be like foaming at the mouth to get to know you because everyone has crystal questions all the time. Yes. All the time. (laughs) all the time. And thank you for having me. I've been looking forward to this. So I'm very happy to be here. Let's talk about that. Like all the time, all the time, all the time. (laughs) Yes. Cause I, I could imagine that you get so many questions all the time because crystals are really popular and also really mysterious for people. And people don't know if they're using them correctly. They don't know what to use them for. They don't know what, they don't know what they are. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, they are very pretty, you know, and that's how I started getting interested in them. I saw some very pretty minerals and I was like, this is great. This has to be, you know, a part of whatever I do, you know, but it can be very confusing because, you know, you hear a lot of misinformation. You hear a lot of put these ones in water, but not these ones. You have the TikTok. Um, you know, fear mongering about Moldavite going around still. What is that? What What does that mean? Okay, so recently <laughs> I decided to reopen TikTok again. Mm. <laughs> I guess it's still, you know, TBD whether this is going to be okay for my mental health yeah. or not. You know, so far not fair. So far it it has not seemed to be productive. Not surprised. Um, I made this wonderful, wonderful little video that I followed all of the rules. I used popular audio track. Mm-hmm. I talked about my area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it's about the eclipses. I should people manifest? The answer no. is no. <laughs> Thank you. And now the video is doing well, but not in ways that. And I wish that it would. It's doing well because people are being mean and they're stitching it and being like, in in like that uh, robot voice being like, this stupid bitch made this video. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? What's TikTok? Yeah, TikTok is, is, it's a mess. If we're being honest, it's really just, I actually had to, because I, I went on there originally, you know, I think I, I made my account like right when the pandemic started. I was like, okay, this is the best time if ever for me to look into this. 
And um, I started on like crystal talk and spirituality, TikTok, witch talk, whatever. And it just was too much. Like even just recently, I saw a video that was that they didn't give any explanation. It was like, these are quote unquote bad placements. And it was like Neptune in the eighth, like sudden death and like no explanation. People were like, wait, I have this placement. Like I just looked at my chart, you know, like it's just a lot of people can say things and everybody will take it. Not everybody, but a lot of people will take it as fact. And a lot of it is because a large part of TikTok, that audience is really young. And a lot of them are just starting out with a lot of things. So if you see a video and it has 200,000 likes and it's, you know, it's, it's catchy and it's, it said something like that, you're going to be interested in what they're saying. So it's not that I blame the 14 year olds for being interested in it, but it's like a lot of not old, but like older people just saying these things and things get taken as fact. And with the Moldavite thing, I didn't know that was going on on TikTok for a while. I kind of stopped using TikTok and I was solely on my Instagram and Twitter. And then I just, I started getting a lot more messages revolving around Moldavite. Like I, I get messages daily about different stones and everything. And I try to help everybody as much as I can. But I noticed like, it was just where where can I get Moldavite? Like, is this true? Like, is um is my boyfriend gonna break up with me if I get Moldavite? And I was just like, I don't understand. Like, I I couldn't <laughs> figure out what was going on. And then I finally see on TikTok that people are doing like they they get a necklace and then like some people like their parents died and then they broke up with their partners and um a bunch of them had car crashes and they're like oh, like this is what Moldavite did to my life. And that's what it became. It became Moldavite does these things. Like Moldavite gets rid of bad things in extreme ways. And a lot of people started running with it. So mm. that became like a huge thing. And I, I, I had to stop talking about it because it was just like, everybody was just running with this idea that Moldavite was gonna destroy their life. But then at the same time, everybody wanted to buy it. And I just recently did a very brief tweet just to explain because I'm still getting messages. It's been months and I'm still getting messages. And I had to explain like Moldavite isn't even, it's not a crystal. (laughs) (laughs) So like, like, let's start there. Backing it up. This is not a crystal. (laughs) Let's get back to the source, you know, it's considered a mineraloid. Um, it's not a mineral at all because for it to be a mineral, you have to have, uh, an atomic structure. You need to have a crystal structure. So they have to fit with, into one of the seven crystal systems. It's not a mineral. Mineraloids like, like Moldavite, black obsidian, amber, petrified wood, opal. Those are all mineraloids. Um, and they're all significant, uh, representative of like rapid and drastic change. But in conjunction with using these stones, you have to do you know, the shadow work, you need to do the inner child healing, you need to do all of these things. And I had to tell people like, you can get these same minerals and do the same work and get, you know, end up with the same results. It's but for some reason, it was like Moldavite is the one. So I'm like obsidian will do the same thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I, I think Moldavite came into my orbit too. Yeah. Even. And I, I have a very sort of, um, general knowledge of crystals. You know, I don't have the expertise that you have by any means. For a long time, I was very resistant to crystals because I didn't like 
I, cause I couldn't afford them, you know, and I didn't like that. It was a part of spirituality that I had to, um, that I couldn't just like make in my kitchen or something, yeah. you know, that it was something I had to seek and it, they cost money and I didn't mm-hmm. have any money. So I was like, oh, I don't need crystals. And then, you know, as I got a little bit older and then actually, you know, very generous people over the years have gifted me crystals. And that was really how I started my collection. And then after that, and I started to learn more about them, I started to incorporate them into my practice. But, and also, you know, I have Uranus getting closer to my IC and then it crossed my IC. So it's a different story in Taurus, but suffice it to say, how do you think that crystals work? How do crystals work with spirituality? And then how do crystals also just function sans spirituality? So like I said, like, so minerals, um, they have to have a crystal structure. They have to, the atoms within them have to add up to a specific order. In order for them to count as a crystal, to be defined as yes, crystal. Yes. And with humans, like everything else, you know, we are um, energy, we are matter. Energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's simply transmuted. Um, so through what's called um, process entrainment, when you have two beings um, vibrating on different you know, spectrums, the one with the strongest vibration, which in this case would have to be the mineral because it sticks to the specific crystal structure. We are internally and externally consistently changing. So when we, through the process of entrainment, the properties within these specific minerals balance with us and make us vibrate to the same frequency as that mineral. So that's how, you know, crystal healing and things like that work. And then um, in regards to spirituality, like I said, it's the same thing with, with vibrating to the same frequency. It's just a matter of the different properties within each mineral and, you know, the general composition of those minerals. So if something has a lot of copper in it, Copper is a metal that um, amplifies energy. So pyrite amplifies the energy of uh, material manifestation. And that's why we use that for wealth and uh, consistent, you know, money and things like that into our lives. So it's just kind of a matter of what you're looking for and how you plan to use it in conjunction with um, working with yourself. Because I, I have to remind people at the end of the day, like, if all of my minerals were gone, it's like my vessel is still the most powerful tool that I have. So mm-hmm. um, I still have the power to do these things. So I still have to work with myself to change my mental processes and change my behavior in conjunction with using minerals. This is, I, I really appreciate you walking me and our listeners through that. That's really interesting and really informative. So if I'm understanding correctly, our human body is the energy of our human bodies is really variable. It is constantly in motion. So fabulous. Mm -hmm. Crystal static, crystal mineral is going to be more static, more grounded. And then we're going, our bodies are going to tune to that frequency. Yes, exactly. But does the size of the crystal or the mineral matter? Because I would imagine that bigger, I would imagine bigger is better. (laughs) Yeah. You (laughs) would say, um, yeah, bigger can be better just in the sense. I mean, this is the question of does size matter <laughs> as it pertains to minerals and rocks? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, bigger can be better. 
I do find that I do have some very small pieces, like specifically like my smaller vanadinite and things. Um, they are just as strong as like my larger pieces of, of obsidian. So I think it really depends upon one, like um, how you attract the energy into your life. So what you're needing at certain points in your life. And then also just like, the general composition of the stone and everything. So, I mean, bigger is better in the sense of maybe if you're doing like a full body healing, I do have a very large selenite wand that I can use very quickly to just, you know, cleanse my energy before I, I head out. I fucking love selenite. Ooh, my absolute favorite. Uh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Selenite and vanadinite are actually my two favorite stones. A lot of people think it's moonstone because, well. Why is that? Selenite is just so all powerful to me. Like I know clear quartz is like the master healer and amplifier and everything, but selenite is just so useful in conjunction with other stones. Like selenite and black tourmaline is probably my favorite combination. Perfect to have. That's a like, beautiful combination. Beautiful. Oh my god, a kitchen yes. of selenite oh, and oh my god, forget the flavor, it. the taste. <laughs> oh my god, it's impeccable. It's beautiful to look at. Just second of all, but really great for just like quick cleansing. Uh, really good for like sealing my aura and everything. Just when I'm feeling a little unbalanced, I really like to use it. Um, really good to have by the front door just to like keep away negative energies, really strip off any stagnant energy that, um, you know, attaches to you while you're out. So that way when you come home, really strips you. But yeah, and I've always just really connected to it. I'm a cancer son, um, like you said, and you know, it's uh, ruled by the moon and selenite is the stone of the moon. So I think that's also a big part of it. And then vanadinite is one of that, that I've only been working with for like maybe two years, but it's just like, that's the perfect grounding stone. It's the perfect stone for getting rid of any, like any of my like imposter syndrome, any of like my paranoid, anxious thoughts. Um, I really like to keep it near me when I'm doing my journaling, when I'm doing my shadow work, because we're supposed to be doing shadow work, right guys? Um, so I really, it's just a really good one to have on hand when I need to be more practical. I like them together. I like them separate, but those are like my two go-tos. Like if I ever just need to like grab one and have it with me, it's going to be one of those two. So I really, I noticed that you're emphasizing the significance of shadow work. <laughs> and my impression of this is that you have probably found through your practice that people do not like to, they don't want to do the shadow work. They want to go straight to the manifesting, bringing in, making things, make it happen, change yes. it. Why don't I have more money? Why am yes. I, don't I have a husband? Blah, blah, exactly. blah. So what, <laughs> you know, not to project or anything, <laughs> but. What have you found and how would you describe shadow work? So shadow work is really, it's allowing you to understand the depths of yourself and being, being mindful of your different behavioral patterns, your different thought processes, the way you go about things, being mindful of it and taking the action to restructure the way that you do things to be the best version of yourself. Um, a lot of shadow work has to do, you know, with inner child healing and, you know, going back to understanding why you act the way you act when you have arguments. Why do you, why do you interact this way with your significant other or your superiors or things like that? Um, how do you process your emotions? Um, 
do you allow yourself to, you know, review things and um, just really allow yourself to take accountability for things and understand your faults and other, and yeah. So just really being able to understand, like I said, the depths of yourself and just working to be the best version of yourself. Um, I feel like in spirituality, like, of course, a lot of people want to do the work and we love to see that. But one, a lot of the times people start doing the work and they think that the work stops at some point. A lot of people sell this dream of that, like, you know, that at some point, like everything is just great. And you're able to wake up at 4am every morning and do your yoga and meditate. And there's no trauma and no problems anymore. And it really bothers me. It really bothers me because uh, when people are searching for answers and they're searching for, you know, some kind of support system, they get sold something like that. And, you know, if somebody, if you're upset, if you're lost, if somebody says this is what's going to fix you, it's like, you're going to think, why not? You know? So it's really upsetting that um, people get sold into this idea that at some point it stops and it, it really just doesn't. And then some people just don't want to do it at all. Like you said, like a lot of people think like, okay, if I get my bay leaves and I get my pyrite and my clear quartz, like I can just manifest money. But it's like, okay, first off, like, what's your relationship like with wealth and stability? You know, what was your childhood like? Like, what was the home life like with um, income and things? You know, were you able to get whatever you want? Did you have moments where bills weren't paid, you know, and things like that? It's like, you need to really get to the source of all of these things that way, because like I said, like your vessel is the most powerful tool. So getting to the source of these things allows you to tap into yourself because you are your source to be able to manifest these things. You have these blockages that you may or may not even be aware of, but when you try to manifest certain things, you're manifesting from a place of lack and the universe isn't going to work with that. Sorry to say. But you need to you need to do the work to rewire your thought processes and things because you can't manifest and say, oh, I want money. But then you have these worries in the back of your head, your head, these unnecessary worries about financial stability and things like that. That's a blockage. You're unnecessarily blocking your blessings in a way. So shadow work's really important. <laughs> yeah. And I think that it's really interesting because the way that you shared with us the sort of atomic structure of these minerals and the atomic structure of us as humans, like that is also getting to the source, you know, that's mm -hmm. the same. It's ultimately finding like, what is this made of? What is your manifestation made of? You know, why exactly. do you even want to manifest money in the first place? Because I would imagine that somebody who has never had financial instability comes from wealth has you know trust fund set up is not out there you know rubbing some selenite and trying to manifest money in the same way that somebody who's really doesn't have a relationship with it or a healthy relationship is which is fine but it's also important to understand well what is driving this manifestation in the first place and if it's coming from trauma then we also have to talk about even like reimagining what money means, what, what abundance means, what security means before we start trying to bring something in that is hardwired to, to pain, you know, because then even if we get more money, if we haven't actually healed 
what was painful about it in the first place, it's still going to be attached to that root of pain. Yeah, exactly what you said. You're manifesting from the, the thought processes that you know and understand. So if you only know and understand lack, um, then there's going to be that disconnect. So yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, I think the manifestation is shadow work. I think yes, that it is yes. almost exclusively shadow work because when right. you are, as you sort start to sort of like dig down, dig down deep and go into the layers and our sort of loose theme for uh, this episode is the planet Venus. And what I just thought of, as I was saying, this is Scorpio energy, which is, you know, all about really like digging down to the bottom, mm-hmm. getting to the roots. Venus is not very happy traditionally in the sign of Scorpio. Venus is considered to be in its detriment in Scorpio, but I love some Venus Scorpio energy because it's valuing getting to the root of things. It's valuing Mm. getting to the, you know, finding the truth, going to the underbelly, like getting your hands dirty in the soil and being like, what is this made of? Like, are these minerals actually supporting life? Or are these minerals like, is this fungus and rot? And is it like eating away at what this is going to be? Because it doesn't matter like what it looks like on the outside if it's all rotted and like being eaten by worms down below, you know? Right. Yeah. You're absolutely right about like digging down and getting to the root of everything. And you're right. Your manifestation is that shadow work because if you're saying things like, you know, I am attracting prosperity into my life. Then you have to break that down and say, okay, what does prosperity mean to me? And really get to really break down that manifestation so you can actually believe it. Right. And like, how does one define prosperity? Mm -hmm. Because if we, because it already establishes, okay, well then do you feel like you don't have prosperity? Right. Mm -hmm. Because, and that's might be true or it might not be Mm -hmm. true, but we also need to create that language to say, well, this is what I have and this is how I would define what I have. Is it then that you need more prosperity? You want more abundance? Mm -hmm. Or are you just, are you like scrambling to try to figure out your life right now? In which case, like Mm -hmm. we might need to do more than hang out with some crystals, you know? And do you believe that you deserve it? Yes. Yes. You are so very wise for 24. Oh, thank you. Yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. This actually, I, I didn't mean for this to segue into the question of what do you believe in, but I feel like it is a natural segue of what do you believe in? So <laughs> I I try not to make this sound, you know, like corny or anything. Oh no, but please. Like... You could be as corny as you fucking need to. <laughs> this is a safe space to corn. <laughs> yes. Love to corn. <laughs> um, <laughs> um but I, I really just believe in the self and like us as a source. I feel like just how I connect with minerals and the way that understanding the different ways that we vibrate to different frequencies and we have that entrainment to other people's frequencies and everything. <laughs> I don't know. I really just believe in us being the source of one large unit. I feel like because we're all just energy that's constantly transmuted, it's all just a mix of different energies and frequencies um, coming together. And like, we just somehow happen to be here in this moment at this point. I mean, if we get technical, like reincarnation, love to see it. Like, 
if I had to check a box, I guess I'm agnostic because like, I don't like, I've never liked to put a label on any of it. Like there's definitely something bigger than us. I don't believe of course that is, it is just us, but I myself am what I believe in. So essentially I also believe in you and I believe in like every person that's listening. So it's like believing in the human vessel. I love it. I love it. That's so beautiful. And thank you. Do you think that, okay, this might be really too trippy. So, like, if, if I need to pull it back, you just tell me <laughs> if, if we go unsafe. Okay. <laughs> do you think that minerals and crystals have consciousness? Yes, I do. I do in the sense that, ooh, yes, I, <laughs> I told you. I told you. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um so it's like a it's like a yes and a no Mm. just because like the energy is it's constantly here it's constantly prevalent and it's just being transmuted into different vessels so yes that's uh, that's all that's that's (laughs) I do too I do too I think that everything has consciousness I think that it's actually like the ego of the human to think that things yeah they wouldn't right like that things would not have the consciousness yeah okay yeah yeah Yeah. I'm right (laughs) I'm from New York City and I am a very city person um Mm -hmm. and I do think that in an urban environment like New York City where everything is so synthetic and manufactured and like, you know, there's not that many natural resources that are available to really see and interact with. I think Mm -hmm. that it's easy to not think that things have consciousness, you know, but when you go into nature and you're spending time with actually like the earth and spaces of the earth and things of the earth, the consciousness is undeniable. Yes. Like it's, it's there. Yeah, Everything it's, it's that so surrounds present. you, it's there. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And I think that in a city like New York, this, you know, hyper-concentrated city, it's amazing for seeing how different people can be and experiencing people and the energies of people. And, you know, it's one of the things I love people. I couldn't be a stro- an astrologer if I didn't love people, but mm-hmm. I think that something that has been a truly transformative experience for me has been seeing just how much nature is thinking, how much awareness nature has, the trees, grass, rocks, flowers, clouds, everything is so alive, so fucking alive. I, it's, it's gotten to the point where it's like, there could be literally a deadly spider crawling up me and I'm like, I can't kill it. You know, like I can't do it because it just, I'm so cognizant of the life, you know, Mm -hmm. and I hate mosquitoes. And right now I'm not even allowing myself to think about mosquitoes with consciousness because I'm like, no, you get the fuck out of here. Limits, (laughs) limits, limits. (laughs) But I have to have that hard boundary because (laughs) otherwise then I'm just going to end up with mosquito bites all over myself. Yeah, totally fair. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it is really easy to get caught up in, um, like that lack of awareness and that, that feeling of like the lack of consciousness because I'm in orange County. So it's like, there's always a lot going on, but you're absolutely right. When I'm able to step away and just 
earth, like put my feet in the ground and, you know, get myself together. Like there's no way that you can say that everything that surrounds us is like one is us. And then also just has that, that energy, that consciousness. I have another technical uh, question, which is on the topic of ethically sourced crystals, minerals, what, what to do? what not to do. Okay. Yes. So if you're going into a shop, you should be able to speak to the people at the counter. Um, they should be able to confidently tell you where things come from. Um, ask any general questions that you have, you know, whatever it does and everything, but ask them, um, where did this come from? Where did you all source this from? If they kind of sidestep it, if they, you know, Oh, with, I think it's from South America. I think it's, eh, like, you know, use your better judgment um, because I, you really don't want to support businesses like that. Um, and then, yeah, same thing with, you know, small businesses and everything. Usually it's easier for you to communicate with them and ask them. Um, same thing. They should be able to tell you this is from Brazil. This is from Madagascar. This is from, you know, XYZ. This is from Colorado, anywhere like that. Um And then just using your better judgment, I've been able to, you know, I feel like you, like, it's the same thing with that consciousness. You're able to feel their energy. You can feel when you're interacting with certain minerals, you can feel if the energy is off. I've stepped into shops and immediately had to step out because I knew the energy was off. So, um, you know, use your intuition to understand, but you should be able to ask very straightforward questions to whoever you're getting your products from. Um, a lot of wholesalers, unfortunately, um, it's very difficult for you to get um, ethically sourced stones. If you're lucky enough to be in a place where you can go to like a gem show, like um, like the Tucson gem show or things like that, usually that's a good place for you to go um, because you're able to directly speak to the sellers. Um, but yeah, just use your better judgment. Support small businesses if you can, because typically they have the ethically sourced minerals and um, use your intuition. What does it mean, though, for something to not be ethically sourced? Like, what are we what are what are we talking about here when it comes to the crystal mineral trade? Yeah. Improper like labor mistreatment, oversourcing. Um, There are a lot of mines that, you know, where you're not supposed to mine anymore, where a lot of companies still are. Um, And then just being mindful of what stones are lowering in, you know, being able to be sourced. Like I know um, the last couple articles that I read just recently, Blue Lace Agate, within the next decade, we're not going to be able to mine that anymore. Um, So you really want to be mindful and keep up with like different things like that. But yeah, a lot of wholesalers, you know, it's they're not paying their workers fairly. They're going in mines that they're not supposed to anymore that are tapped out. You want to go to a lot of businesses will be able to tell you, oh, we get these from certain families in these areas and things. A lot of the minerals that I have, actually, I purchased them from this woman who for three decades, her and her husband went around the world and they just mined all over the world. Um, And then he passed um, semi recently. So she was selling some of her collection and she was telling me like, this is where I got this and this is where I got this. And it's like, one, you just feel better knowing, like understanding where you're getting these stones from. And two, it just helps stop the mistreatment of the people who aren't getting paid or treated fairly. Thank you so much for sharing that. 
Um, of course. I would love to pull a card for you if you were interested. Oh, I would love that. Cool. Okay. So are there any questions or topics or things that you are interested in exploring from a tarot POV? I think I want to allow you just to just to let the energy flow and we'll see what happens. Okay, that sounds that yeah. sounds lovely <laughs> and, and wonderful. So setting the scene, we're on the other side of the, our final solar eclipse of the season right now. Mm-hmm. It just happened yesterday. We we're recording this on Friday, June 11th. And the energy has been certainly wild. It's been interesting. It's been scattered. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So let's see what a good card for you is. A message from the tarot. Here it is. Ooh, I love this. A love of four of cups for you. Okay. Yes. Okay. So what I see from this is that there is something very big on the horizon. We love to see it. That's (laughs) what we're hoping for. That's... That's been my energy right now. So that's exciting. Sometimes I read this card as, oh, like, you know, you, there's an opportunity that's being presented, but you are kind of focused on what isn't happening or like what the negatives as opposed to the positives. Maybe there's some hints of that that are true. But when I got this card immediately, what came through was continue your patience. Something really, really big is about to happen. And you have already been very patient and very steady, but this, it's like, it's going to be worth the wait is what the message is that I got with this card. Oh my goodness. Oh, not you making my entire Friday. <laughs> so you'll have to let us know what that is when that happens. Oh yeah. Is there anything that you think it could be? Um, I mean, I'm not sure. I've been a lot more open to working with other people and I've really put that energy out there. So maybe something like that. I have a lot of things that I'm working on personally, like eBooks and affirmation oh, decks cool. and certain things. So, well, I think it'll, it'll definitely be coming externally to you. Love it. Okay. Yes. We love to yeah, see it'll that. It'll be something that you're presented with as opposed to something that you facilitate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. We'll just have to see. I'm keeping my mind open to whatever it is. I love then, it. Then we overthink and then it's too much. Yes. So. Yes. Yeah. So take it, <laughs> then forget it. <laughs> take yep, it and forget gone. it. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My last question for you is how does magic show up in your life? Oh my gosh. It's so crazy because once you really start to like appreciate and like I don't know just be more mindful of yourself and the world around you you really start to see how like everything has a little bit of magic like just the little coincidences and the little blessings and when you need to hear something and then suddenly like a family member reaches out to you and they give you that little piece of advice or you start wondering when am I gonna do like my next fun thing. And then I get an email from you and that happens. Every little part of my life is magic. Like even when things are difficult, even when things are confusing, it all leads up to something. It all, 
it all translates into my growth and my transformation. And the fact that I am like growing and changing into a new person every single day is magic in itself to me. Like the fact that I'm different from whoever I was yesterday, that's magical to me. Yeah, I think I can say I'm lucky enough to notice the magic in everything that I do and everything that I partake in. I love that so much. And I think that that is absolutely, I mean, that is the secret, (laughs) which is why it's like going back to, I'm so impressed by your expertise in this like subject and this topic of that you are an expert in. And then I'm also just so impressed and moved by your universal truth wisdoms, you know, because that I think is sometimes harder to, because you can become like, you know, there's so many incredibly young, incredibly talented people who are like, you know, I'm a gemstone person or I'm an astrology person or I'm a tarot person. And the knowledge of that subject is like unbelievable, but then Mm -hmm. applying it on a broader scale is, you know, something that is more common scene after Saturn return, let's say. But Mm. I, so I can't even, I'm actually have chills right now thinking like, what are you going to be like when you are fucking 30? Like, oh my goodness, the way I'm honored. Oh my goodness, (laughs) thank you. (laughs) The way I am shook by this thought, honestly. Oh my goodness, thank you so much. Because where do you go from here? I don't know. We're all going to have to like stay tuned out. Only up. Only up. Yes. Oh, (laughs) fuck. Yeah. I love to see it. So where can we find you? Where can we connect with you? How can we follow along on your journey? Yeah. So um, my Instagram and my Twitter are both Libra Moonstone. I have a blog and a little crystal directory at LibraMoonstone.com. And then I am starting to host workshops every month. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be able to keep up with that. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you. This was so great. I love this. Perfect day. Perfect um, Venus day activity. (laughs) Perfect Venus day activity. Yes. Yeah. It is Friday. (laughs) It is Friday. Venus has been here the whole time. (laughs) The whole time. (laughs) Magic. Love it. Thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah, thank you.